Dear brothers, male friendship is probably at an all-time low. A third of men report loneliness, and let's be real, all of us have felt lonely at some point in time. A large percentage of men report not even having a best friend. Shoot, 15% of men report having no close friends at all, which is like a 5x drop since 1990. 20% of men report getting no emotional support from a friend or telling a friend that they love them or sharing personal feelings or a problem with another friend, man, across a week. So let's take a look at some of the results of that lack of friendship, at least a part of it. Male suicide rates all-time highs. Incarceration rates, all-time highs. Fathers in households, all-time lows. Male murder rates, all-time highs. In simpler terms, isolated, lonely, and lost men are the most dangerous people in a society. We currently have more of these kinds of men than maybe any other time in history, just strictly based off volume. So what's the deal with that? Let's start with some quick and heavy hitters in no particular order. The first one being, men just don't exercise very much. About 80% of the population, male populations, not meeting the bare minimum physical activity requirements. So this means they're not necessarily going to the gym and working out with other guys. They don't have hobbies like tennis or golf or pickup volleyball where they're meeting like-minded men. It's just a, a complete drastic change in physical activity. Men are spending a large chunk of time working from home or in isolation. There's not friends with them. There's not co-workers with them to build bonds with. They're just in isolation more often from a work perspective. Men, specifically young men, are choosing to play video games over joining local clubs or going outside. Less in-person interaction and less quality friendships. At the very least, these men are interacting with others and I don't have any hate for video games but we're gonna discuss video games at a later date, but it's still an isolation of men. Men are quite simply less God-fearing. They're not involved in church groups or being around other men who at least share some of their values and are seeking truth in this crazy messed up world. Most men have grown up with little to no struggles, specifically here in the US. They have known or wanted for pretty much nothing in their lifetimes. They've been able to live lives of ease and comfort. They haven't been forced to do something really hard or survive difficulty. You know, think back to like World War II, there wasn't another option. Men were called by duty, chose to fight against a common evil together. It's amazing how many people in their 70s, 80s, 90s are still so close with the people that they served with in any of the wars from World War I on. Lastly, and this isn't an all-inclusive list, but lastly, social media has allowed men to hide behind fraudulent posts and look for attention through their vanity or some other BS. And they can fake it, nobody will know it, and they are praised for whatever they're putting out there by the people they've never met and probably never will, which only entices them further to put out whatever facade they feel the world wants to see. All of that combined in some combination, and we basically get lonely, bitter, out of shape, and aimless men, which, to my point earlier, are the most dangerous people in a society. So what do we do about that? Much like other fixes I've talked about in the past, um, 
it starts with the people that are listening to this podcast at the moment. So for starters, ask yourself, do you even have any close friends? Not just people you're acquainted with or you hang out with from time to time or maybe you play golf with on occasion, but men who you can call anytime, any place, and they will be in the car before you've even said anything on the phone. Someone, oh, I'm going to forget the name of the podcast now and I apologize, but somebody brought this up recently that I was listening to and they talked about having 6 p.m. friends and midnight friends. So your 6 p.m. friends are people that, were, that will answer as long as it's before bedtime and convenient to them. But otherwise, they don't need to be bothered. Your midnight friends will answer the late night call and before you've even said hello, they're hopping in the car with their tactical gear and they're ready to come take some names. Whose body are we burying? It's like the, uh, one of my favorite scenes, my best friend and I's favorite scene we joke about in the town where Ben Affleck walks up to Jeremy Renner telling him he can't tell him why or what and they can't ever talk about it again, but we're going to have to go hurt some people. And Jeremy Renner's response is, whose cow are we going to take? Do you have any of those kind of friends? Ride or die, would do anything for you, would kill for you, would be there in a heartbeat if you needed them, would smack the hell out of you if you were out of line, would pick you up when you were down and let you know everything would be all right and that they got you. I say that to my buddy all the time. I got you. I got you and vice versa. Do you, the dude listening to this podcast on this Monday morning, have any of those kind of friends? If you do, cherish and foster those relationships. You will only be the better for it. But if you don't have that, or you want to make that better, let's, let's keep figuring this out. Are you going to the gym with other men or meeting other men somewhere? Are you involved in a men's church group? Do you have a hobby that forces you to meet and interact with other men? Are you individually working on your character on being virtuous? Are you showing good effort at work? Are you being disciplined? Are you doing anything that is difficult in your life to help build yourself up? If the answer is no or eh, sort of, then you're part of the reason that men aren't flocking to be your friends. Good men aren't flocking to be your friends. It, this doesn't mean you have to be perfect to have good friends. I myself have been an absolute and utter screw up in way too many ways. I have failed miserably, I've not worked hard in the past, I've done stupid, crazy things, but I always got back on the horse and I kept pushing forward. This led to more like-minded men allowing me into their circles and them into mine, which led to bonds growing and forming and there's this appreciative love that C.S. Lewis talks about that begins to form between people. You can't develop those relationships with other men if you are not A, trying to improve yourself, B, willing to be vulnerable with other men, and C, putting yourselves in places where good men are likely to be found. All of you listening to this should be seeking quality male friendships. One of the greatest gifts that God's ever given us is the ability to have that male kinship. We read in Ecclesiastes that two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. God has called us to be the leaders in this world, to be the protectors of the vulnerable, to be strong, to be valiant, to be men. 
your life will change for the better the minute you become worthy of good men in your life. They're going to be a salve when you are burned and a fire poker when you're being an idiot. When men come together and can be those things for one another, they're an unbreakable force for good that can change the world. I'll leave you guys with this. I recently got married and I was looking high and wide for a gift for my best man, who's my guy. He is the Jeremy Renner to my Ben Affleck in the town. And so I'm searching, searching, and I found a rifle sling. And at the bottom of it was engraved one of my favorite Bible verses, which epitomizes my relationship with him. It's from Proverbs 27, 17, and it says, Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. That is my prayer for all of you guys. Sharpen your swords through effort, discipline, piety, and the pursuit of something greater than yourself. Then you will find men who share in such pursuits, and they will elevate you to levels unknown, for they can be that master blacksmith that keeps you sharp when you fall a little bit dull and sharpen you further than you've ever known. Be the kind of man that other men seek out and God is going to bless you beyond measure for that. As always, God bless, be strong. Let's get after it, boys.